Christ is enough. In yesterday's reading, Paul reassures the Colossians with these words, In Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. In other words, Christ is enough. He is supreme over heaven and earth, and when we receive him as Lord, we have everything we need. Still, there are those that hold on to a belief that more is needed. In today's reading, Paul continues to speak out against them. Colossians 2, verses 16 through 23. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, Why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom, with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Out of the shadows. What has more substance, a person or her shadow? Of course, the answer is the person. If you are conversing with a woman on the sidewalk in front of your house, you don't talk to her shadow on the ground, you talk to her. You don't build a relationship with a shadow, you build it with a person. And yet, in today's passage, Paul argues that there are some who are treating the shadows as if they are what matters. Before Jesus came to earth, God had given his people a set of laws to follow. The issues touched on in verse 16 were all part of this Old Testament law. These laws were given to set the people of God apart from their pagan neighbors. By following these laws, the people of Israel demonstrated that they were devoted to and dependent on God. But all of this changed when Jesus came. As scholar Mike Menel writes, his colossal presence cast a cosmic and historic shadow over all peoples and all times. The Jewish laws were extremely important under the Old Covenant, but Paul argues they were only a shadow pointing to a future reality. Being set apart as the people of God is no longer marked by a set of behaviors, but by a relationship with Jesus. The real substance is found in the person of Christ. Yet, there is still a temptation to live in the shadows today. It's called legalism. Legalism involves setting up a man-made code of behaviors or spiritual practices that must be followed in order to win the approval of God or the acceptance of a Christian community. Sometimes, we even impose legalistic requirements on ourselves, believing that we are only worthy of God's love if 
we live up to a self-defined set of expectations. In some ways, legalism can be attractive because it gives us the power to decide who is in and who is out. What are legalists forgetting? Christ is supreme. Only he has the power to decide who is in and who is out. And he has opened the way for every person to be in through a relationship with him. Paul urges the Colossians to step out of the shadows and instead stay closely connected to Jesus. He is the one of substance. He is all we need. Our security is found in him. Reflection questions. How have you fallen into legalism in your spiritual journey? What has helped you find freedom in Christ? Christ. 